0: I'm Dr. Paul Jarrett Frank, and you are listening to The Way.
1: I'm Sarah Raggi.
2: And I'm Stacey Griffith. And this is The The Way. Way. The -the behind-the-scenes methods of today's health and wellness superstars.
1: We're really excited to have Paul Frank in the studio today on our podcast, The Way. He is the chief medical officer and founder of P. Frank, M.D., He is also a celebrity, cosmetic dermatologist, and as he calls himself, an exterior designer, skin guru, face tuner, and body shaper. He's also one of my very close friends, and I just cannot wait to hear his way. Paul Frank's about to walk in. Yes. Dr. Paul Frank. Dr. Paul Frank. MD. I love him. Um, I'm really excited to hear about his regimen, his routine. He is a very close friend of, of ours, yeah, yeah. My, my husband. He was actually in, a groomsman in my wed- my husband and my wedding. Aww. And um, I'm really, he, so I know him and I know how regimented and routine he is. So I'm yeah. really, he also likes to have a lot of fun. So I'm really excited to hear about his yeah. way today.
2: It's going to be fun to share him with the world. That's
1: right. Everybody needs to know little P. Frank, MD. Yeah, definitely. Here yeah. it comes. Drum roll. Hello oh. <laughs>
0: everybody. Hi Polly. Hi Good cutie. To see How are you? How it's are you? Okay. Where do I get to Come sit? Come
1: sit over here, sir. All right. I love it. On the way. You here you You guys aren't are. too tired for me? You no, ready for we're my good. chatter? we good. This, is what, <laughs> okay. this must be what you have to go through. you got to like keep performing wow. until the end.
0: This is what I do for a living. This is what right? you do. <laughs> I listen to myself talk. It was a good choice of <laughs> profession. But thanks for having me, guys. How are you? I'm really good. Just another day at the office, talking to people, trying to like...
1: <laughs> Make people inspired. beautiful.
0: Exactly. Inspire about beauty.
1: Um, thank you for making time because I know you are booked every hour on yes. the hour yes but so. you have
0: to make time for these things because talking about it actually helps you do it yeah so that's, true. that's an important thing that's and sometimes true. most of my time i have to get inspiration from other people to deliver my message so
2: yeah I'm well i just be... feel sorry for whoever wanted this appointment time with you today yeah, I know. sorry <laughs> because... ladies we know it's summer <laughs> it's, but we got him. it's <laughs> usually <laughs> me uh can i come see you at uh, well, 4 30 i brought all
0: the goods down Oh, So you it's did? all good. Oh, good. All
2: right. How, how many people do you have, like,
1: texting you for appointments and
2: things like that? Or it, does
1: it all go through the office?
0: It, it does not all go through the office yeah. because, you know, I embrace my patients, many of them like their friends or family, and people tend to reach out. I mean, most of it I try and get through the office because we are dealing with medical things. Right. But it's not uncommon to get... You know, anywhere from three to 12 text emails a day, can I get fit in? I have this, I right. have that. I mean, right. that's the beauty about what I do. I want people to feel connected to me. Right. I follow them through the good times and the bad times in life, and right. they reach out during those times. Right. And if they need me, I want to be here for right.
1: them. And also to share, I mean, that I know after I see you, I'll I'll take a picture of me like, no makeup look.
0: Exactly. I look like I just we took a we nap. appreciate the social and he's sharing. Like,
1: yes, and I'm like, thank you, Paul. You're amazing. At your that's job. Right. such a
2: good thing to say you know. about Paul too. He makes you look good without makeup. Oh, that's a great
1: he makes That's what I say when I, I go in. I'm like, listen, I just want to look like I just woke up from a nap and have no makeup on. Well,
0: that's exactly the goal, and I think yeah. one of the biggest preconceptions about what I do or what. Used to be done in cosmetic rejuvenation in the past is that people used to think it's about looking fake or it's about doing things or falling into stereotypes. But a lot of it is just kind of like, remember when you didn't have to wear makeup? Yeah. Let's jog your memory. Right. You know what I mean? It's about looking like yourself without feeling you have to do things. You know, I want right. people, I want women to wear makeup if they wear makeup to enhance their features, not hide things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of the technology is going now about kind of bringing people back to the self that. They used to have or want to be right uh,
1: and you won't ever overdo it like you know i mean you're th- al- almost cautious Would yeah. you say
0: i mean fortunately in new york on this coast most people want to stay like themselves they don't want to wear their like cheeks or lips like <laughs> yeah. the letters on their bag right um you know you have to screen your patients as much as your patients screen you after doing this for 20 years you kind of develop the signs and signals of someone who may not be comfortable in their own shoes and looks to do that, but you know, that really is the responsible uh, responsibility of the physician. Right. And ultimately my every patient is a muse of mine. I honestly say, you know, right. think that they are. So it doesn't make me look good if I'm not making them look like their best self. That's so true. You right.
2: know? Yep. That's You really know how sometimes point. in class I always say, look, we're in business together. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're walking on the street and you tell someone that you take my class. Yeah. And they look at you and they're like, "Oh, oh, yeah. okay." <laughs> if you're not like exuding a positive light, which is what I teach, right. and you're not like watching what you eat, and someone thinks that, you know, if if you're not like carrying yourself in a in a manner that is what I'm trying to teach you, like right. we're in business together, right?
1: Yeah, you want so, them to
2: be on brand,
1: right? Yeah, that's, See, that's what for Stace, and for that's what P... you said when we first met. Yeah,
0: we're yeah. like we, we do we do similar things, and yeah. it's so funny because I knew right away. That you got me and I got you because, you know, there are stereotypes that come with everything. I mean, people go to the gym to look good as well, feel good or, or spin class. Right. It's not just about aesthetics and how tight your booty is. Right. Um, it, it's more than that. It's a deeper sense of self. And that's part of what I try and inspire in my patients, that it's not just about looking good. A lot of the things that make you look good are a side effect of what you just are doing for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we're losing a lot of the stereotypes of um, aesthetic um, rejuvenation, uh, as more of a form of grooming of self-care. Yeah. You know, I always say, uh, vanity is not necessarily narcissism. It's the reward for self-care and you should be able to feel proud about how you look or feel comfortable in your shoes. It's not about meeting an aesthetic. It's about the way you feel about yourself. And unfortunately there are, um, examples of people who may just be comparing, to right. other people that's not the purpose of these things it's about to do things to empower yourself and i mean both of you are experts in that field too which is why i feel so <laughs> comfortable talking about it yeah uh, you have to find you have to kind of find inspiration from the ex- experts around you and then inspire those that you work with right you know? agreed
1: well so how do you i mean you're i know your schedule just cuz i know you're in your good friend of mine but <laughs> so how do you be your best self I know you're huge into meditation, yeah. but talk us through your kind of regimen. Right. What are you eating every day? Like, how much sleep do you need? Like, give us the yeah. goods.
0: So we we have about six seven yeah. hours, <laughs> right? Because it does take an army. Um, you know, I, I really much, I very much try and set an example for my patients, and um, you know, I, I talk a lot about this on my social media. You know, every, we always talk about, you know uh connecting with your community movement mm-hmm. uh nutrition mm-hmm. uh, all these things and I, I do a piece of every puzzle i got into tm uh five years ago when everything in my life was going fabulous but yet i still felt super frustrated with things around me and didn't have the appreciation of the things around me meditation helped me with that quality time with my family um, and just taking physically good care of myself because stacy uh you know we always talk about <laughs> this um at 50 It ain't easy. There's nothing graceful about getting older. It takes an army and it takes hard work. Yeah. So, you know, I like having my fun. I love food. I love to cook. I tend to be a little bit of a feast or famine person. (laughs) You know, uh, I treat myself and I do what I want to do food-wise when I want. And then other times I abstain. Yeah. And that balance works for me dietarily. For other people, they have to find different balances. Right. Uh, To me, I need perspective, spending time with my good friends, family. These are things that make me realize the priorities. And I really have to put that in my schedule because that doesn't happen organically. Mm -hmm. You could lose touch with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I usually book myself out. A month out, mm-hmm. and when I have nothing to do, it's because I booked that night to just go home and watch television right, and catch right. up on billions or something. <laughs> um, you know, you have to make an effort for these things because if I don't prioritize myself, I can't do well for others. Right. And every day, I'm a marathoner. I, right. That's just what I do. I'm always on stage. I or I mean, right. It's like what, what Stace and I always say. It's like people are always pulling. Right. Um, and it's just about making a priority. You know, when I was an EMT a medical technician when I was in college before I went to medical school. And the first rule that they taught us, which I was really surprised about, which is when you're on an emergency healthcare scene and you're saving someone, the first person you save is yourself because you are no good to anyone on the site if you were putting yourself in harm's way. Whether you're a fireman, an EMT, a doctor, or just a human being, Right. Uh, that doesn't mean we have to live in total like selfish narcissism and be getting many pennies and drinking rosé all day because we got to self-care. <laughs> right. <laughs> but th- there's a bare minimum in our busy lives, and I right. really do try and take care of that, and I think the people that love me support that because they know I'm a better person right. for that exercise obviously that's a huge thing I exercise six days a week at 50 um, it's difficult there is no right way in my opinion right. Stacy was just huge just um, you know influence on me because I was able to find my balance within spinning okay you know that knob does a lot of things and <laughs> yeah. whether you're 16 or 60 yep. you could find your balance and I lift a lot because I believe that ergonomically we need muscle mass which gets lost a lot in our body does that right.
2: affect your ability to push the needle more gentle when you? On the well I'll you tell you
0: one thing <laughs> And if I don't exercise the right way it affects my daily activity because I do feel like an athlete during my day I have six rooms going I'm doing physical surgeries at time I have to be on my game right. and you know sometimes I can't do Stacy's class four times a right. week that'll wear me no, down I was right. gonna say you know and you I have gotta... to I have to mix things up and some days right. I look at my surgical schedule and I'm like you know I'm just gonna stretch and like get on the elliptical for 15 minutes right you know, at 50, I have to know what my limits are. Right. And I think this is true whether you're 20 or you're 70. You right. have to know yourself. Right. Of course, we use people around us to inspire us and sometimes try and make new achievements and, you know, best shape of your life. But, um, you know, I don't need to hurt myself. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, the greatest athlete in the world. I just <laughs> want to be, like, you know, pretty good for me.
1: Do you remember? So I remember when we first met um, a couple years ago, so my husband, so Chris is a big fan of the fitting room. Oh, I know. And so my husband's a very big guy, he's like two hundred thirty pounds. Profe- played for uh, played football in college, and um and so Paul Paul's like so Chris like so what, what what are you doing? And 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 Paul and Chris have this funny relationship, this brotherly relationship where you know they kind of compete. You know, they're like yeah. in Hamptons magazine, like who's closer to the front on the exactly. you know like it's, it's, it's who
0: gets who gets more yeah. pictures.
1: So so Paul's like all right well. I'm going to go I'm going to go try the fitting room yeah. and the fitting room is a high intensity interval training badass it is a hard workout I mean oh. you leave there and you are pretty much bleeding on the floor you're to, not fu- two very not functional. explicit it's, lyrics I yeah. might add like yeah. I've left there and like I'm non-functional yeah. so Paul <laughs> Paul did this oh my god and i remember him calling and being like dude i can't lift my arm <laughs> no, I can't. to shoot the botox i had to like, take out more
0: malpractice yeah, insurance yeah, after like, after I going to that know. class
1: and he's like i just i learned about my body i just can't do that kind yeah. of stuff i'm just going See, to it just wins. this is <laughs> he, 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 he wins
0: with that and now he's i'm the just, incredible Hulk he's husband. just my bodyguard
1: yeah <laughs> It's just going to be your bodyguard. That was like one funny thing I remember. you. you yeah, well, The great
0: thing is we have so many options now. I know. I mean, there really are so many forms of inspiration and yeah. people have to find, you know, the greatest gift is to know yourself. Right. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to have the basics of health and pay for food on your table and have people that love you, um, there's more than enough out there to find right uh you just get. i find and i've got caught up in this too sometimes you get caught up in what you have to do or if that person's doing this i have to do that totally you know i spend i try and spend more time looking in the mirror and passing judgment rather than like looking around me right and that is true of wrinkles and cellulite as well <laughs> uh, do
2: you actually pass judgment on yourself when you look in the uh, mirror
0: you know i'm a very self-monitoring person i always was i actually went to uh to med school think i would become a psychiatrist and i realized that botox works better than prozac (laughs) so uh (laughs) you know because of that i think that self-monitoring allows me to be good at what i do i have had you know, times in my life where I have been very hard on myself, dealt with different insecurities. And, you know, it's just funny how you can go from one stream to another, uh, to empowerment Mm -hmm. with those same challenges, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, a lot of that is just finding the inspiration around you to change and shift the mentality because it's all about your approach and your mentality with everything. You know, I have patients who are not quote unquote, objectively good looking or elderly, uh, and, whatever I do for them, it just, it makes them feel beautiful. Uh, men too. And I have Victoria's Secret models and f- some famous clients and they're empirically beautiful and you, know, you can't inject happiness into those people. Right. So I think it's true of everything, whether it's the food you eat or the, the fitness class you go to. Um, you have to be around things that Are positive for you, right? And you know, obviously, both of you are are examples in my life of that. And I think people, you got to surround yourself by the positivity.
1: And and you couldn't have chosen a better partner to be in your life diana uh, to I get to, to bring you back home to all, everything you just said. i know
0: it's annoying how like she is, she, is.
1: she is so i mean for those of you who know her she's just the most incredible light and even today i'm texting with her and i'm like you know diana i'm so stressed out i'm back to back and she goes you know what sarah just be grateful
2: yeah and i'm like mm-hmm. i just love
1: her because instead of bitching back with me yeah she's like sarah pause and be grateful. No,
0: she taught me And I'm me like,
1: that. Oh, she doesn't walk. So right. She
2: floats.
0: She yeah. floats. She's I a know. floater. Yeah.
1: She is a goddess. Yeah. I mean, she is... A a regular
0: stream of rosé does that sometimes (laughs) to to float you through. No, but she, you know, and that's when she always inspires me. I grew up in the city. I'm like a Manhattanite type A person. She grew up in Michigan. Uh, We grew up of different means as well. And that's the greatest thing um, I could say about her as well is that she's just a grateful person. She does not take anything for granted in her life. And that's rare. And so it's difficult for all of us because, you know, (laughs) we all live kind of challenging lives. And we all get caught up in like, this is is not enough. It didn't turn out the way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I wish it could be better. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good to have someone in my life that is like, it's pretty darn good. Yeah, I, I say this to patients too, because people, understandably, people get frustrated with the way they look. It's not easy getting older. And I tell them it's better than the alternative. Right. And the fact that the matter is 500 years ago, chances are no one in this room would be here. Right. If you made it to age thirty, you had very few teeth. You had <laughs> suffered polio and were lucky to live. Right. Your siblings that died of tuberculosis. I mean, modern medicine has kind of really kept us alive. Its health has spoiled us. Mm-hmm. So. We're not used to looking in the mirror and watching the aging process. There's Mm -hmm. like a mind-body disconnect Mm -hmm. with the whole concept of getting old. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you see things on television, Game of Thrones, of old people, they don't look like that.
2: (laughs) Do you think we might live to be like 115, 120?
0: I don't know, us or the Mm -hmm. future. You know, there is this biologic, (laughs) like standoff that they believe you can only your body can only make it to 120. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that.
2: I don't well, know. that was that was just like basic human like species. That's not involving any science that we have created, that's, invented. That's and... true.
0: It's a science that hasn't been created. But our generation today, I mean, it was very rare when you didn't hear about. It, when I was a kid, people didn't live in their eighties, mid eighties. Now you hear about it like very regularly, mm-hmm. you know. But again, it's not just about age; it's about quality. And I think in my profession, I see such a a large variety of quality of of life, mm-hmm. and that's what we really need more of. We need more yeah. of living, not not dying. Right. And um, I think medicine is starting to wake up to those type of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, I, as an aesthetic uh, doctor, people just—it's not always about looking young. It's about looking vital. Right and looking happy because the biggest complaint i have particularly from like men it's not that i want to i want to look prettier or more handsome it's just like i don't want to look exhausted and angry all the time right and by the way you're the, like
1: the, tm, go the, to TM. Uh,
0: yeah the down the you know things go south a lot of people are like people are telling me i'm tired i'm like i slept eight hours last night right so you know dark circles on the eyes things yeah. like that there are a lot of these things and it's unfortunate that we are extremely visual creatures on this planet. But there's a biofeedback mechanism to the way we see things around us. Right. And um, it just, you know, we we have to redefine, and fortunately society is doing, hopefully, about what beauty is, what standards are, and we have to open up ourselves so that people ultimately are comfortable in their shoes. Right. So,
1: so when you have a busy day, like a back-to-back, where you're kind of, now I assume when you're back-to-back, there's little time to eat. Right, so like
0: that's good to control weight.
1: Right, so I was gonna say, so you're kind of in that famine state, right? Yeah. What What do you do? I graze. You graze, and then what do you do to calm down at night? Because I actually would like some advice. When you're, you know, like what do you do? Do you have a glass of wine? Is it a bath? Is it? Do you meditate? In the What do you do to calm down?
0: This is good because uh, the whole thing with which I find with patients and even difference between my wife and I and friends, like what do you do to calm down? What's your thing? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean meditation. It's been a big thing for me. If I don't Mm -hmm. have time to do it, my afternoon one, I do it at the end of the day. I take my time before I go home and I engage with my family. Oh, I see. Because I have to, you know, you carry stuff from the day. I'm not as easy to be around all the time as you may think.
2: (laughs) I think nighttime meditation is just sleep.
0: Yeah. That's true. But even at, at like five or six or seven o'clock before I go home and be the dad and the right. husband and or even the dinner date or something right. like that, you need something to like separate yes, the day. that's
1: exactly what I'm asking. Like uh, what do you do? You do the TM?
0: I, I do TM. Sometimes I just uh, listen to music a little bit. I'll listen to something that takes me out of my zone. Uh, in terms of alcohol, I think everyone is very different. My body is very sensitive to alcohol as soon mm-hmm. as, particularly as I get older. I really don't drink during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I have a glass of wine, every day like a lot of people i know it just exhausts me yeah my it just changes some people can't drink at all yeah um i you know i would love something that would just mildly like 10 percent sedation that would be great but (laughs) that's called cbd water exactly and yeah exactly do
1: you do any of that cbd stuff or hemp oil or anything
0: i don't i really try and rely you know i like i like um intoxic mild intoxicants but i tend try not to do it as a need to relax right I try and do it like I'm having a dinner party. I want to enhance the situation. I don't want to blunt the situation. And that's how I look at intoxicants for most people. So at the end of the day, I try and find a little bit more of a personal, naturopathic way for me to separate that. And that just sometimes is giving me 15 or 20 minutes to listen to music or TM or do nothing or have my wife and now my 13-year-old son actually say to me, how was your day? That kind (laughs) of unwinds. Totally. me a little bit right. what's uh, your
2: favorite album in your office that you play oh my God. <laughs> You what? play great music. Well, I it's tr- a lot of 80s and yeah.
0: I mean, it depends early 90s. on the situation. Just <laughs> in the early parts of the day, I prefer like my old school hip hop, my roller skating music, <laughs> stuff like that. And then we wind you it just down said to more skating. like 70s, like my separation thing. You know, I could play my first album of all time, Journey Escape, beginning to end. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of takes me away. And again, nostalgic of old music is kind of what separates me. And it makes me laugh a little bit about my day because we all get so caught up in the ultra importance of the burdens that we have upon ourselves every day right. and you need something to kind of take you out of that right. I mean a, a lot of times I have to say I'm not a huge TV person but watching something like that show you're seeing you know yeah. uh, something yeah. nonsensical <laughs> yeah with the,
1: mindless uh, TV out. sometimes yeah
0: you know and again or if i could exercise you know i tend to like exercise in the morning i used to when i was younger i used to exercise after work and now there is no way yeah i'm with you on that i mean would exercise what was it like when you were was there a time of the day that was best for you stace when you were
2: probably the early morning it was always like But the funny thing to hear you say that music relaxes you like for me i hear music all day long for my job Yeah. so i like to watch television and zone out yeah you know, just completely yeah, just yeah. zone out. Yeah, yeah. And then the thought of going into a gym on my time off is oh. not my favorite thing.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely not. Um, yeah. But you know, it's funny. I actually just started, I'm not a huge reader because I read a lot during the day and for work and write. Um, but I have done a few nonfiction audiobooks recently. And I have to tell you, that really kind of takes me away oh, because to cool. me, reading is an effort. Yeah. And I, it's the type of thing I'm generally tired so if i read for 10 or 15 minutes like right. i'm kind of done but right. turning on an audiobook um is really especially if it's something inspirational right. and if you fall asleep you fall asleep if you you know that right. kind of splits me up too um eating always makes me very tired which is one of the reasons why
1: <laughs> i agree yeah. this is why so okay i graze so will you graze on like nuts and
0: granola? yeah like so that? i have i like i like raw vegetables and hummus okay um you we know, have a lot my, of
2: chocolate in your office, young I man. I know. I don't oh, eat the yeah, chocolate. Those chocolate bars. Oh, uh, you got to get them out of there. Why do you have those in there if you don't uh. eat
0: them? Um, you know what? When you get injections in the face or you go through procedures, um, having a little sugar, just Some a little else. piece of chocolate or something, uh, or, or caffeine or something, just kind of boosts you back up, makes you feel good, something sweet. It's not easy always going through my office for people. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, like me, don't eat. They don't do that. You need a little <laughs> bit of blood <laughs> glucose. Right. And it's good branding. <laughs> He are doesn't
2: we, eat, and it's a really good chocolate.
0: It's a good day. chocolate, <laughs> dark, and yeah.
1: but, and it has his initials on it. Right. So I mean, what's better but, than that? You know,
0: the eating <laughs> thing is again, people are like, "How do you not eat during the day?" It's not like I don't eat. I like I have a handful of granola in right. the morning with my coffee, or I take a bite of like my kids' eggs. Right. Uh, I'll have some raw vegetables around Annie, who's runs my universe, my sister and director of, of everything professionally, you know, she'll get a salad and always make sure I have a little bite or something. Right. So it, I'm not like calorie starvation. Right. Um, You're but just
1: I, moving at a wicked pace and wi- you just yeah, gotta... Yeah.
0: And I like that pace. Right. I, yeah. It's not a sense of urgency. Right. If I sit down, I'm like, please someone give me something to do. <laughs> right. Um, and when I do eat, I really enjoy food. Mm-hmm. I love cooking mm-hmm. and I'm just not going to waste calories on like shoving a sandwich in my mouth because right. when you eat quickly it changes your whole perspective around food. Yes. Food is a valuable thing to me in terms of pleasure right. and in terms of everything. I was heavy as a child. I actually was not athletic at all. I mean, I wrestled, but I was on the wrestling team mostly because you didn't need a precursor knowledge to get on the team, <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. Uh, and I lost weight during the process, and it was really college, I mean, I always say, who needs to work out when you're young? I needed to start working out after 40. Right. And that's actually when I engaged and I met people like Stacy that that really kind of empowered the adult athleticism in me. Right. And uh, Well, you just no. like
2: it because it makes you feel like you're roller
0: skating. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he likes to and, roller skate. And it makes me look good. You know, mm-hmm. I feel the most confident about my, my body now than I ever had. So, yeah. it, you know, it's uh, it, it, it does both. But the eating thing is uh, I just kind of find yeah. my balance, and I could do it at night. That's right. when I could eat.
1: Right. So talk to us about your skincare because obviously <sighs> you've got your a whole a line and yeah. – can you just tell? This us, is like, going to be
0: slightly surprising because I'm I am a minimalist.
1: So do you use like a Dove soap bar and move on, or kind of really? I'm kind of
0: like in the shower and doing. This you know, is
1: good for people to know.
0: I I really don't. You know what? I have to say I'm more of a technology person. Like okay. if I don't like something about my skin, I'll use one of the various devices or lasers. I do believe in good skincare, but I think for most people who have inherently decent skin, mm-hmm. um, you have to keep it basic because the biggest problem I see as a skincare expert, is um, the over-commercialism of people just being sold multiple products and the average person changing products five times a year. Yeah. I mean, our skin is a hide of sorts, and it reacts to the environment, just like seasonal allergies and how, how our hair is different. Everything about us is different as the seasons change. And if you're constantly changing up, yeah. your body doesn't know what to do. Right. And you know, I call it sensitive skin syndrome. Um, people, I, they, they're like, which of these 30 products do I use, Dr. Frank? And I take it, and I dump it in the garbage, and yeah. we start from scratch. But for myself, you know, I do like things like eye masks mm-hmm. and rollers. You know, for the MGNA line, I, I co-developed with the Madonna. We do have some, like, um, technology-bent um, skin products. But for me, I keep it basic. I, I have um, moisturizer with sunscreen. I use a, you know, very gentle cleanser, like most of the time, like something like Cetaphil. Okay. That's it. If I have bags under my eyes, I put a eye mask on. If I feel like I have a little pigmentation for from after the summer, I'll use a color defense product. Okay. But less is more for me. Yeah. You know? People love it though. And you know, what? people say but there are some people that they, 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 they want me to give them a list of things. And I tell people, if it serves you and you like it, use it. Just right. be consistent right. with it and that's true of everything because again everyone is different. I wish I right. had one laser, one machine, w- w- you know, one injectable or right. one product that everyone could use. So what I try and do in my recommendation is not get them on what their friends had or what they got on on Google, but really help them try a few things out and find What's right? For How
2: that? do you Got feel it. about those sheet masks from Sephora? Because I'm they're obsessed great. with them. I love the sheet masks. Stacy <laughs> loves her sheet masks. No, no I use them is. every day. <laughs> it's kind of. It's, it's a little bit of an expensive habit. Yeah. How but much you know is what? each one? Like six bucks? Oh, wow. or something. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's not so bad because for a lot of people, they feel like they went through went for a facial, and a facial is a lot more expensive. Right. I did a media event um, uh, for a technology company with Drew Barrymore, and she was talking. I mean, she loves them because she's someone that does not have time to go for a facial. She's like, I feel like I, I that's my facial at home. Mm. Sheet masks are great. I like all these, like the eye masks, the sheet masks, because I think it allows for an efficient delivery of whatever you're trying to you put into your skin.
2: How long right. do you have to leave it on for, for real?
0: I mean, Like, is, is 10 minutes, minutes fine? 10, 20 minutes? 10,
2: 20 10 or minutes. 20, that's that's a whole,
0: that's, that's 15 percent more or yeah. less. 10 or 20? <laughs> 10 to 20. <laughs> oh. Depends what's in the sheet mask, because if it's something that may have an irritant in it, uh, like retinols or glycolics, it no, could be these are too like much. the
2: cheapy, like green tea. Uh, I think you need Sephora to keep mask. them on for 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes Minimum. is fine. You can
0: keep them on as long as you want, <laughs> but uh, you know, again, it's about efficiency of time, right. Everybody's constantly like, I don't know, in Korea, the right. average man puts on seven different products a day. Oh, wow. Women could be 12 to 17. Wow. Do you have time in your day for that? Wow, you know, but. I
2: would make time for that because I, I love know. taking but, care of my skin. But you love it. That's exactly right. But I grew up right. like you my like mother. the ritual of it. Oh right? my gosh! People, it's love such a ritual, the ritual in my life. Yeah, yeah. like morning, noon, you. and night. I'm not talking about just like once right. a day.
1: And you also brush your teeth a lot too, right? Yes. Do you
2: really? The whole <laughs> self care really thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. She loves the self care, <laughs> which I can. know, but it's like my it's like my that's your thing. It's my it's my earth suit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and I use it right. in my profession. Yes. So best it look good for the next twenty years so I can yeah. continue to do my yeah. job right. and inspire people and show them that aging is happening to everyone. Yeah. And I actually am looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Like I get a kick out of how good I look at yeah. this age. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I tell, it, I'm like, wow, I wonder what I'm gonna look like when I'm yeah. sixty. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not afraid of it. Like it, I'm like, bring it on. Let's it go. is
0: very <laughs> easy to look good at twenty. I tell people all this right. time, I said You know, you take, like, a a sexy 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 7-year-old, not only in the way they visually look if they take care of them, but in terms of their confidence, in terms of the way they carry themselves, uh, and just how they respond from the experience of life. You Mm -hmm. get that right person. That's impressive to me. Right. plenty of 25-year-olds who look really good. Right. Uh, it's
1: not so easy as you get older so
0: exactly <laughs> right. now again it's about you know people like the smell the feel the packaging if it serves you that's what i do mm-hmm.
1: so i have to ask about Sculpt yeah. because both of you guys are in some amazing S- pr
0: we have good a- we have good abs you guys yeah. have
1: amazing abs both yeah. of you yeah. so can you just tell the audience like what is Sculpt? Okay. can you tell us kind of the price point just yeah, so yeah. people know what to expect and what do you do before and after? How often do you have to go? I have every one of my clients is asking me, should I do this? What should I? So M Sculpt
0: is it's a device that's been around for a year. It's made by a company that came from a background of like physiotherapy, and uh, it's what's called a magnetic field technology. It's basically a, a miniature MRI, and what it does is it delivers a magnetic field like an MRI would to a muscle group. There are these, like, panels that you attach uh, to yourself. You just strap them in. And what it does is it delivers um, almost like a current into the muscle that allows it to contract in a way that you just can't do voluntarily. So, like, if you do... a, a a squat, or you do a sit-up, you can contract that muscle every three to five seconds, and maybe you're contracting about 50% of that muscle. Okay. This, you're doing 20,000 full 100% contractions within a 30-minute period. So right now, it's, we're mostly using it on the abdomen and on the booty. And it was originally marketed to think for people who are like in almost great shape, you know, almost perfect shape or people who are just getting older, like Stacy and I who are in great shape, uh, for that extra like ten percent, that achievement that they couldn't get. But what we're really learning now is that it's doing something for the core that you can't do on your own. So my 75-year-old dad will benefit from it. People who have had injuries, back surgeries. My wife, who has asymmetry in her legs because of the back surgeries and trauma she's had, you can regain that strength. Interesting. Um, Even
1: if people are like 10 or 15 pounds overweight, they can It's not a weight thing. Okay.
0: You know, it's not, there is some fat loss from the use of the device, but it's really a side effect of the muscle treatment. Okay. As we get older, we um, the atrophying muscles are replaced by fat cells. So if you see like old bodybuilders and their their big muscles look flat, yeah. uh, You know. Um, what, what happens is the muscle is replaced by fat. So if you build up the muscle again, you hypertrophy it, it kills and destroys the local fat cells. Okay. Now, you can't remove fat on your belly by doing sit-ups. The, right. the metabolism doesn't work like that. Right. But activating that muscle group with this machine can get rid of fat locally. Wow. So, you know, it's an aesthetic thing. Um, you, that person who has like a four and a half pack could probably get their six pack back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And you can get a booty lift from it. Um, wow. But we're realizing it's that. doing more for posture. <laughs> um, we're, it's doing more for core. Now, it is a price point that's expensive now. You right. know, Usually a series of treatments, it could range anywhere from um, $2,900 to $3,500 for the, for the, the full treatment cycle. Okay. But there are permanent differences. But unfortunately, like exercise, people will need a little maintenance. Got it. But, you know, compared to a lot of exercise classes out there, to get that to that extra level, I do think as the technology advances and it hits a much broader audience over the years, that it will become more of a cost-effective thing, especially since people are going to be incorporating it into the maintenance of their life. I mean, I have patients who come in, they do the series of four, and they come in twice a month. Got it. Um, patients that come in twice a year. I myself have done it like 10,000 times. <laughs> it's <laughs> worth the, price really of the machine. But you can really feel,
2: you feel a complete difference in your body. You really right. do. And it lasts. So Like, you know long? when you do have a good workout and you're like, for two days you're sore and yeah. then it goes away and you got to yeah. go back to the gym? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's just something about it. It feels like it changes the constitution of your it actual posturally, body. Yeah. Right. I like that it's kind of a workout, but without exhausting your
1: body. Yeah.
0: But it's not something, it's not a replacement. And right. that's what I always talk about. Um about the device is that you really have to use it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're not doing it to uh, replace diet and exercise. Right. But you know, as you get older, it becomes more difficult. People get more. I mean, this is my biggest limitation with exercise. I'm afraid of getting injured. Right. I'm afraid of getting injured, and I have you know, following your husband online mm-hmm. with his workout I routine. Know. I'm just going to injure <laughs> myself. Yeah. Okay so it's helped me achieve my goals it's helped me maintain my, my my needs my physical needs and now we have other hand pieces coming out in a couple of weeks hopefully i'll be the first person in the country to get the arm and calf and inner thigh I was hand pieces say, Can you do yeah so Can i'm going to be like at the bye. same time well, if you have multiple <laughs> machines like Dr. Frank, oh, oh, wow. so I just got a second machine. We're going to be oh, hopefully we opening are up. We're a... moving
2: back into Tron. <laughs>
0: no, we really are. I'm going to I'm...
2: M-sculpt your whole body. We have an
0: M-sculpt center downtown. We're looking for more oh, office wow. space now. And you know, again, it's about all these newer technologies. But you know, you have to find. You have to really give people the appropriate expectations because I do have patients that come in. They may be 15 pounds overweight, and that may be their weight. That may be right. their, you know, from exercise. Um, you have to tell them what it will do for them. Because with all these cosmetic procedures out there, it's about expectations. Right. What's going to work for Stacy may not work for you or for me. And that's where my expertise comes into play is kind of like knowing the technology, seeing, having the experience, and knowing what I can to deliver. But it, it is the future.
2: Wow. But also you have to add proper nutrition to it. Absolutely. You can't just like yeah. go to Taco Bell every day like I do. Right. <laughs> um, you have to really watch...
0: What you eat. If you right. want
2: to see right. it show up on your body, like you just have to clean it up. Yeah. There's Do there's you no see immediately the changes. Well, it's
0: like going to it's when you, when you come out of a Stacy workout, yeah, you, you look you in the mirror, you're like, like, I'm kind of buff. It's that yeah, feeling, it's and that then feeling. there's a long term thing. Okay, um, there's an immediate blood flow rush. You know what's really great about it is that it's really the only time you could exercise and truly focus on one group at a time without. Right. You know, affecting the other muscles, and again, things that could lead to injury. Mm -hmm. Your
2: back doesn't hurt from doing crunches or doing like leg raises, right? And
0: there is skill to it. You know, it's a device that has to be positioned correctly. There is a spectrum of strength on it. Everyone's different. Right. Uh, We have with my nurses are what are called M Sculpt trainers. They're kind of in the room with you for the thirty minutes. You can't do the last ten minutes of your spin class during the first ten minutes, right? Right. So the same thing with M Sculpt, you can't do the um, the the treatment. Uh, the same way the whole way through. And it yeah. gets better every time you do it. Yeah. And we complement it with other things. I just tell people don't work out that night. You can complement it with skin tightening treatments, things for fat removal. You know, a lot of people do lose a lot of weight, but they right. just, it doesn't go away equally. Right. You have a few babies, you have injuries, right. genetics. Uh, so it's complementary to, to all these other treatments.
1: Excellent. M sculpt baby M sculpt Is there anything fun or exciting about your about P. Frank M. D. Anything we need to know? You want to
2: tell the audience about that's well, coming up? Are the... we going to see Madonna at the Chelsea Pier uh, uh, World Pride? I don't event?
0: know. Unless there's some private seats, I think it'll be a, a complete mayhem. <laughs> but I am excited for the tour. She's uh, she's got to yeah. get she's got to get in shape for it. She's she's rocking it now, and uh, I think you know. The, the future of technology in P. Frank M.D. is really towards a wider acceptance of feeling that you can make yourself feel and look better without stigma. Uh, I think technology and education is really going to bring that there. And I really, that's one of my main focuses for my brand is to make people feel comfortable in their shoes and inspire them to just be the best versions of themselves, mm-hmm. which I think the three yeah, of us do. Yeah. Right. And it's all piece of a puzzle and to make people feel not feel shameful about Wanting to be that.
1: Right. Exactly. Amazing. Thank you, Paul. My Thanks pleasure. For coming. So nice oh, to see you. you. So fun. Thank you. See you later. So I love Paul.
2: Yeah. Isn't he great? Yeah. You know, I wonder I wonder if people have a relationship with a dermatologist like we do. You mean like real talk? No, just, yeah. Like, oh, do you, you think there's just, people that just, just go like, in? Well, I mean, think about it. Like, a dermatologist is not really a doctor but it's someone that like you see all the time and you have a conversation Mm -hmm. and you explain things about what you need and want Mm -hmm. because a lot of times the things that happen on your face are are as a, a result of something that's happening in your life right like stress acne or totally you know what I mean yeah I wonder if people have why don't you write to us on Instagram and tell us, <laughs> do you have a relationship with your der- yeah.
1: you know, he he kind of
2: crosses into that territory of life coach, yeah, you know, therapist. Um well he was saying he was gonna be a psychologist yeah. and he decided to be a dermatologist yeah. instead. But you know, I just think he has a very special way about him and mm-hmm. he always oh, he always mm-hmm. has had um you know, amazing things to say whenever we have, you know, a session. It never feels like you're just going in to get a treatment Mm -hmm. or a facial or whatever. He doesn't do the facials. Ed de does the facials. But, you know, I just think it's really special. He has a gift. And he's in a very superficial line
1: of work. So let's just call a spade a spade. But he actually is a really deep
2: and amazing human but he's destigmatizing that that's right. his point right. and that's it's his not point. it's right. not superficial right it self-care and this is like i was brought up with a very um, self-care oriented mom mm-hmm. she had no shame right. in self-care right. she would not leave the house without having makeup on right. she still doesn't she's 75 mm-hmm. she taught me that it's about pride right take care of yourself right you, you are presenting who you are to the world when you walk out that door. Right. So best you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And if she didn't feel good about herself, right. She didn't walk out the door. Right. Like she just like saved it.
1: Yeah. So no, I think he, I mean, I love having him on because again, he, it is a very, we're talking about superficial things, but he really is a really a grounded and amazing person. And I, also wanted to touch on Diana because his wife is just so amazing and yeah. the family they've created with their two children, Aiden and Avery, um, and Iggy, their doggy, which is so cute, <laughs> he's so cute. Um, they're just great people. Yeah, you they know, really are. Um, They're very giving to their friends and um, very grateful and I just loved having him on.
2: We hope that our way helped you find your way (laughs) indeed indeed you must find your way that is the goal of this podcast and we hope that you implement it into your life and have the best journey ever